0: Hello, my name is Dean Bobar, and I am the Adult Life Minister at Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world, so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org.
1: We're going to consider some broad themes in 1 Peter, but before we do that, let's consider Peter himself. When Peter was introduced to Jesus of Nazareth, the very first words that Jesus said to Peter are pretty startling. Jesus says to him, you are Simon, son of John. No surprises yet, right? Then he goes on, you are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Can you imagine meeting someone for the first time, and the first thing they say to you is to declare that you have a new name? Simon became Peter, a name that would become emblematic of the new life Jesus gave him. Peter became one of Jesus' 12 disciples, Jesus' leadership team, if you will. And within that leadership team was an inner circle of three men, James, John, and Peter. This inner circle had a front row seat to Jesus' life and ministry for three years. Can you imagine the privilege? Peter was the most outspoken of the bunch. He didn't always get it right, but he often spoke up first and most boldly. For example, Peter was the first to declare that Jesus is the Messiah. He got that one right. But then Infamously, when Jesus told Peter that he would deny him, Peter proclaimed with utter confidence, I will never desert you. Peter didn't get that one right. We'll come back to that since the letter of First Peter is about standing firm in the face of pressure. Hmm, exactly what Peter did not do here. Well, the Harvard-trained theologian, Dr. Robert Mulholland, has articulated what spiritual formation is in, I think, a really clear and simple way. According to Mulholland, spiritual formation is the process of being formed in the image of Christ for the sake of others. In a way, this is a summary of Peter's first letter. Peter's primary concern is to encourage and equip followers of Jesus to stand firm in the face of pressure, and to do this for the sake of others, the unbelieving world. Peter likely wrote this letter, 1 Peter, from Rome. And we know that because if you look at 1 Peter 5, verse 13, Peter refers to, quote, Babylon. Babylon which is a likely reference to Rome. So he was writing from Rome where pressure on the Christian community was beginning to grow. Peter wrote to the Christians who were scattered all across what is modern-day Turkey and who were also beginning to experience pressure from Rome because of their faith in Jesus. In his opening greetings, Peter addresses his readers as exiles, In other words, in this world, they were like foreigners and strangers whose ultimate trajectory is heavenward. As exiles in a strange land, they shouldn't really be surprised to suffer for doing good. Peter repeatedly points to Jesus' suffering as both a pattern for their lives and also as a redeeming sacrifice. This is why Peter always refers to Jesus' work on the cross as Christ's suffering, not his death or his crucifixion, but always his suffering. Peter wants to point us to Jesus' suffering as an example of first, how to encourage them to endure pressure well, and secondly, how this kind of suffering can actually be for the sake of others. Remember Mulholland's definition of spiritual formation? It is to be formed in the image of Christ for the sake of others. And nothing forms us like suffering. And nothing forms us in the image of Christ like suffering for doing good, just like Jesus did. Now, there's no doubt in my mind that when Peter wrote this letter, he was remembering that scene by the charcoal fire when he crumbled under pressure and denied even knowing who Jesus was. Three times, Peter was asked if he knew this Jesus who was being dragged away to be crucified, and three times, Peter denied any association with him. He collapsed under pressure. Peter had changed a lot since those denials. The resurrected Jesus had forgiven him and reinstated him while next to a different charcoal fire. Peter had received the Holy Spirit and he had grown into a bold proclaimer of the gospel. He had grown into the name that Jesus gave him at their first encounter. You are Peter, the solid rock upon which I will build my church. Peter had been formed in the image of Christ for the sake of others. And the New Testament book of 1 Peter is aimed at doing the same thing for you and me, to form us in the image of Christ for the sake of others, even and perhaps mostly in the face of of pressure for our faith. So friends, as you read, may you be formed in his image for the sake of others. Keep the faith. God bless.
0: Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign to subscribe or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.